Oh, let's do a couple letters first before we get into that, though. All right. Yes. Okay, let me read those. Get into the Beyond the Beaded Curtain mailbag. Dear Pozzies, the dildo contest you announced recently got me thinking. If you had a merch store with some kind of beaded curtain-inspired sex toy, what would mm. you pick? Beads might make sense for obvious mm-hmm. reasons. Or maybe something shaped like food? That seems to come up a lot, too. Follow-up question. Of all the questionable dildos that have appeared in your episodes, do you have a mm. favorite? A least favorite? Signed, Lisa D. from Where the Sun Don't Shine. Lisa D. from Where the Sun Don't Shine. Thank you so much for your letter. What comes to mind right now is mm. I would like I would like to uh, get the copyright on a sex toy called The Beaded Curtain. Mm-hmm. And I would like it to be the biggest sheet of bubble wrap. <laughs> Go on. And some of the bubbles would be colored so that if you held it up, say, over a beautiful window mm-hmm. at dusk, it would look like a beaded curtain. And so when your grandmother comes to visit, when your nieces and nephews come to visit, it's just a, a cool conversation piece, you know, in your living room. And then after you send them all home uh-huh. and you invite your, your freak of the week over, mm-hmm. you can pull this and spread it on the floor mm-hmm. and just go crazy on top of some bubble wrap. Huh. Wow. I really appreciate what an expansive definition of uh, of sex toy you've got, you know? Because it's just when you think about it, if you use your imagination, almost anything can be... Can you hear that? <laughs> I have some bubble wrap right now. Wait, 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 well, okay, so what's your, what would be your um, show-inspired sex toy? Oh, I like a carrot, probably. Should we, should we have our line of carrots at Whole Foods? Uh, yeah, I think it's about time that Whole Foods got into the sex toy game. And then can we drop the W and call it Whole Foods? Ding, 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 ding. Oh, I think I have a bell here, actually. Let me see. Can I use my bubble wrap as a bell? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Very good. Yeah, Whole Foods. That's our new... um, um, No one one steal that from us. Uh, And (laughs) Jeff Bezos, don't sue us. (laughs) Bezos, this idea is too good. You have to admit that a sex shop (laughs) called Whole Foods... And all the things are food inspired is and whole inspired and whole inspired is a uh-huh. magical idea that you just need to back off and let it exist in the world. Okay. Yeah. Jeff. All right. Jesus Christ. You made literally a billion dollars today, whatever day this is. Back <laughs> off. And let us have our sex shop. Um, let me read one more letter. Yes. Dear Pozzies. Love the show. I listen to each episode immediately after it's released. R- right after I listen to My Favorite Murder, This American Life, Ser- 
Okay, I'm. This is sorry. I should read these letters before. You know, um, I just get so excited when I see letters. This is just mm-hmm. like a whole long list of other podcasts. Um, let me just skip <laughs> over that. Okay, the end. Just wondering how I can show my appreciation. Not with money or anything. I don't like you quite enough to make a financial commitment. So what mm-hmm. else you got um, from not your biggest fan, more of a medium fan? I'm kind of annoyed by this letter now. You know, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I should have screamed yeah. these. Um but I would say um, we are we do really appreciate uh, if you want to go ahead leave us a review on iTunes. Um, again, we don't know if that makes our show more popular, um, but it makes us uh, feel better, and that's really all I care about. So um, that's good. Or just you know send us a send us a tweet um, because we're providing a service to you, the listener, of yet another episode of Beyond. The Beaded Curtain. Each week we go onto Pornhub, select a, a weird old video from the, mostly from the, the, the 80s, um, but with quite a few from the 70s, a handful of more recent films, real classics of adult cinema. We watch them, take notes, talk about them with each other and with you, and the listener. And then we take our laptops. Yes. Unplug them. Yes. Bring them to our neighborhood VHS store mm-hmm. and go to the back yes. beyond the beaded curtain. Huddle up in a dusty corner. We record this um, in the back of, well, two abandoned video stores uh, in two different parts of the country. I am Randy Chardonnay. I am Monday Blue. And our film this week is Dixie Ray Hollywood Star. So, Monday, yes. would you like to take a stab at mm-hmm. summarizing this film? Summarize this film. Um, it's World War II. There's, there's a lot of, like, uh, costumery that's very sexy. Um, a lot of, like, dark alleyways, dark hallways, uh, dramatic light, very noir. Worst sex scenes ever. Wait, what did you ask me to do? <laughs> well, um, Monday, I don't know if you've ever listened to our program before, uh, <laughs> but sort of for yeah. Beyond the Beaded Curtain 1.0, the original incarnation of our yeah. show, uh, we did this thing where uh, you often would uh-huh. uh, prepare in advance uh-huh. a very nice sort of poetic Mm-hmm. A synopsis of the mm-hmm. film to kind of lead our discussion, and yeah, then we take it I from guess, there. I guess this is what happens when people get tenure, right? They just yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. This is post tenure me. Yeah, yeah. So um. Um, we we uh, we should bring this up. Um, recently, uh, Monday and I received tenure. Um, <laughs> And unfortunately, um, our old colleague, uh, Doc, did not. Um, he was denied tenure by the tenure board. And so um, he's uh, 
pursuing other other um, other options. Uh, but yeah, that's why we've gotten so lazy <laughs> lately is because yeah, we we're basically unfireable. <laughs> So this is definitely sort of a like detective noir uh, style film and does enjoy Mm -hmm. a lot of the trappings Mm -hmm. of, you know, a kind of a a conventional sort of L.A. Yeah, it was beautiful, uh, Hmm. beautifully lit, Mm -hmm. staging, um, hair and makeup and wardrobe and... Yeah, and then you can't really disentangle that from just the dismal failures of this film as well. Oof, yeah, fair. Hmm. So, yeah, getting an early read that I maybe disliked it a little bit less than you. (laughs) That's cool. How do you feel about John Leslie, uh, who is, I think of all the people who've appeared in the movies mm-hmm. we've watched, I think we've probably seen the most of him. Yeah. Uh, so we've seen kind of him in the widest range of different sorts I of feel like, roles. I feel like I could recognize him by his dick now as well. <laughs> right? Like if you gave me a lineup. Yeah, well. Or not even a lineup. Maybe I could just draw it from memory. Wow. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, that's... That's a little bit disturbing, but, um, (laughs) so how, how do you feel about this detective character? Do you feel like he's well cast? Is he believable as the sort of noir figure? Yeah. As, as a misogynistic opportunist who has Mm -hmm. a constant, like self-absorbed monologue running through his head. Yeah. Yeah. Very well cast. Very believable. Mm. A lot of the sort of the central, the big detective characters that we're familiar with that um, Nick Papadopoulos is very much based on, they're they're always like in a kind of misogynist world. Mm-hmm. They're also, you can kind of, um, they're often well-drawn women characters who mm-hmm. are sort of the reason that they end up kind of, you can, you're, you, you're more sympathetic to them because the way they're kind of like trying to manipulate the men in their lives because that's kind of their right. option for mm-hmm. taking power in a situation. Right. Uh, so this kind of mm-hmm. comes off as like kind of more a little grosser than that just because like Right. So woman... somehow it like took all the bad from from noir and then also discarded all the good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like all pretty the much, nuance. Pretty much. So it's like all the porn <laughs> problems plus the noir problems. Right. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. cool. So. <laughs> but, yeah. but the hair was so pretty. The hair was so pretty. Uh, they let us know it's 1943. We've got um, John Leslie as Nick Papadopoulos smoking in the in the dark here in his office. And this mm-hmm. is a real sort of like this detective office is exactly like you imagine it is. It's like a like yes. like Maltese Falcon, you know, mm-hmm. like um, cluttered office. The window is like that the like blinds. Yeah, blinds, mm-hmm. frosted glass window in the door mm-hmm. out into the kind of indis- nondescript yes. office building. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we have here are a couple of cops showing up, cops who Nick called over. Mm-hmm. And Nick called the cops after shooting uh, 
Dixie Ray's secretary, Adrian somebody. Damn it, Greek. Why didn't you tell me this on the phone? That makes two stiffs in a week. And if this uh, whiskey ain't just for show, maybe we can have us a couple of nibbles while our Greek friend here can tell us why he took Blondie out of the running. You know Dixie Ray? Movie star? Sure. That ain't her. No, it's Adrian somebody, Dixie Ray's secretary. She paid me a visit today. This is like also a very noir thing where there's a, mm-hmm. a dead woman's body and the men kind of just don't give a shit. Right. Um, and they have a drink. Oh, why did you call me over here? Oh, there's a body over there? Well. Such a bummer that you had to murder this lady. I think uh, maybe she is maybe a little bit m- more worthy of sympathy. The nah. dead person over there? No, no, no. We flash back. Hard to tell because her body's like every knee up, all covered, so can't mm-hmm. see really how hot she is. So we'll decide if she's worthy of our empathy. <laughs> I wasn't sure where you're going with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's just decide. Um, we'll, we'll figure out, you know, um, yeah. how much we like her based on how sexy she is. So mm-hmm. um, we flash back to just a few minutes before when. Um, uh, Adrian, Julia Anderson is uh, comes to the office here. Mm-hmm. You know, Nick, I could be part of the package. Just think, me and all those other women. Anything you want, any time you want it. It's getting hard. You must like the idea. I'm a sucker for a classy dame. You, you don't really get a full picture of what's going on in this first sequence. She's trying to um, uh, get Detective Nick here to sort of like join forces with her. And uh, the way she uh, goes about that is by uh, sucking his dick. And yes. this is a real... It's the, it's the sort of thing that I least want to see is just um, John Leslie's... Uh, um, Dick slipped out of his suit <laughs> and like no... And then getting bitten. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of teeth involved. <laughs> and it's also like Adrian here um, is, I guess her character is supposed to be a lesbian, but then as soon as a dick comes out, it's just the like porniest sort of like, you know, it's like an extremely sort of athletic and... Uh, uh, it's this kind of aggressive fellatio yeah. that would never happen in real life. And also, well, 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 just the techniques of film also get thrown out the window or are replaced yeah. by new ones when it becomes a, <laughs> a quote unquote sex scene. Um, you could hear the room. Mm-hmm. You could hear the awkward murmurs <laughs> yeah it, it's i i don't oh. understand and the blowjob was just she wasn't even biting first no, of all but like he's such a wuss yeah but, good <laughs> wouldn't you really use her teeth Jeez, come on good. <laughs> i couldn't tell if she was really intending to bite um because it was part of the script or 
was she just like fucking around as an actor on a boring set, you know, for fun? Mm. Um, what's going on? And it seems like John Leslie was also really taken aback. Um, oh, really? He's like, ah, don't bite me. And <laughs> and his acting is not that good. That no. his yeah. So it had to be him. So that concludes rather efficiently, which is great because we're mm-hmm. done with it. I'm I've had enough. <laughs> And they kind of have this conversation that we we don't really understand yet. They're talking about old Charlie. They we don't really know what's going on. Charlie. Charles uh, Barkley. Charles Barkley, yes. <laughs> yeah, we'll they were about, like, well, where's Charles Barkley? And I was like, holy shit, where is he? Yeah, I know, right? He would be so much better if Charles Barkley were in it. It could be like this all the time, Nick. If only you wouldn't, uh, you know, tell the police. It's a good deal, Nick. Don't turn it down. Just think of all the lovely pussy we can share. You can suck a little. I can suck a little. Supposed to forget about old Charlie? Little shit. Don't worry about it. Somebody's got to. Oh, Nick. You're such a pussycat. A man is dead, you dumb bitch. He may have been a little Nick, shit. Nick, please. Don't. I love her. Oh, which one? You bastard. You're not going to tell anybody anything. Now, give me the negative. Look, take it easy, baby. It's not that easy, understand? Just give me the gun. Hey, you got it. Look, okay, okay, you want the negative. You got it. Look, I got it right here. You can have it. Steady. Now what? You're going to ruin everything, you son of a bitch. You're really going to ruin everything I have. And, uh, yeah, so he has just um, just shot this woman to death who just went down on him one minute ago. And it's uh, that's 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 not good. Yeah. Um, Also not good. The clearly 1983 water dispenser. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, this is so jarringly anachronistic. Now, after that flashback, we we flash back further in -hmm. time and sort of really kind of get to the beginning of the story now. And now we see um, Nick and his secretary, the uh, the 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 uh, the Marilyn the Marilyn Monroe type. And she just called back to the army. She's a real soldier type. Mm -hmm. The war is on. She's going to war, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we have them sort of um, fooling around on the couch there in in Nick Papadopoulos' office. It also, um, though, kind of underscores for me this sort of weird uh, porn thing where people don't commit to undressing properly. Mm. And so they're both sort of... They've both mm. gone about 70% of the way, and, you know. <laughs> you and have real problems with this. Nick has sex wearing um, as a, uh, a sleeveless undershirt mm-hmm. in basically every scene but one. Yeah, um, that reminded me of my mom. <laughs> Go on. Because <laughs> uh, she has trouble telling white people apart. And every time in a movie there's a... Mm. If she decides the person on the screen is a white man in a white tank top undershirt, 
she calls them Bruce Willis. <laughs> That's wonderful. Yeah, Bruce Willis, the most iconic on-screen um, white tank top, right? Yeah. That's pretty, yeah. <laughs> Good yeah. job, Bruce. Um, and I know Bruce Willis, and John uh-huh. Leslie is no Bruce Willis. Well, oh, whatever. Mm. I don't really know Bruce Willis. Yeah, so... Um, I um I didn't like the scene either very much. No. Uh, I think this is one of those like those those sort of porn things where the ladies are just super interchangeable and not given much to work with. Yeah, and like way more into him than than is reasonable. Yeah. Uh ladies are constantly insatiably horny. They'll have sex with whoever, whatever man any women who are around mm-hmm. themselves, if no one is around, doesn't even matter. Just make it happen. Um, yeah. And guys in porn are like, yeah, I, I guess I'll have sex with you. I guess. Okay, yeah. fine. Like, I don't really want to. What, 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 what's the idea there that I'm supposed <laughs> to watch this and be like, wow, Nick Papadopoulos <laughs> is so man. cool. He doesn't even like sex. He just has it all the time. You know, they're getting hard to get. Why don't I take them off? Oh, you can get some more at the PX. You're in the Army now, sweetheart. Come on. Okay. Oh, shit. Uh, Dude. What is this? Oh, fuck. Oh, God damn it, Nikki. Papadopoulos investigation. Gets called over to uh, meet with Mrs. Charles T. Barkley. Another, another, you know, stunning uh, woman who just like upon seeing John Leslie just immediately wants to jump him. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so um, that scene wraps up and we cut to the beach where um, Nick Papadopoulos is walking on in the sand with yeah. uh, Mrs. Charles Barkley, Dixie mm-hmm. Ray Barkley, the titular mm-hmm. Dixie Ray. And she's got some like. I don't know, butler or, I don't know, something with them, too. I don't usually take on a client, sight unseen. I figured she was good for the hundred bucks she promised me. So I went out. Can you imagine? A hundred bucks just to go out and talk about whatever she wanted to talk about. I didn't mind. Well, Mr. Barkley, what can I do for you? Call me Dixie. Dixie. I used to be Dixie Ray. I still am. I should have known. Don't be silly. The hair's different. May I call you Nick? Sure. Uh, Lisa DeLeo is uh, Dixie Ray Barkley, mm-hmm. and in my opinion, she's great, totally mm-hmm. kills it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, she looks awesome with, like, the waves behind her and stuff. She's just sort of <laughs> like a uh, – she's, a, she's, a, she's kind of an imposing character. She's kind of mm-hmm. a um, uh, kind of um, sneering uh, redhead. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, she's great. Um, and basically she's being blackmailed. I'm being black. Let me guess. You got drunk one night. Someone took some pictures of you with the beautiful legs spread wide. How did you know? I didn't just get off the boat. Who took the pictures? My husband. My husband and I and a few very close friends play these little sex games, I guess you call them, what we used to. I threw my husband out over it. Shit. And I want you to keep the negative. Look, if you have the negative, what the hell are they blackmailing you with? Princey made. You know Tony Lamar? 
gambling is. Yeah, yeah, I know. Charles owed him quite a bit of money and gave him the pictures of me with my dress up to even the score. How'd you get him back? Bought him back from Tony Lamar. But I burned the prints. Where's your husband now? Where'd you take Mr. Barkley? To Spencer Arms, off Wilshire. So who's blackmailing you? I don't know. Some man called and said he still had a print and he wanted 50000 Well, I won't pay it. I can't afford it. Uh, Nick is now armed with like a list of potential suspects. Um, uh, Charles Barkley, um, not the Charles Barkley you're thinking of, um, but a less interesting one, is mm -hmm. her estranged husband is one of them. And mm -hmm. this other guy, Tony Lamar, some mm -hmm. like local rich guy, gangster kind of character. Those are the two, kind of the two leads. Yeah. So first he goes over to a hotel um, to see, to talk to Charles Barkley. And instead, mm. he finds. Go for it. Um, uh, uh, he there's a, a room and and a, a woman lying in bed. And of course, you know when she wakes up because there's a um, strange man touching her. Yes. Uh, as she's sleeping, she just immediately is like, "Oh well, hello. Mm -hmm. Hi there." Oh, you're looking for Charles Barkley? Maybe he's in my vagina. <laughs> Let me touch my vagina so you know what I mean when I say he might be here. And then, oh, maybe he's in my butt. Maybe I'll just turn around so you know what I mean when I say maybe he's back here. Yeah. It was hella weird. But no, I get it. Not, I get good. it. I get it. Do you? I get Yeah. <laughs> I get it. All right. Like, people love this shit, right? Do... Yeah. <laughs> she's played by uh, Kelly Nichols. Yeah. And she's, she's... good. She is good. She has mm -hmm. a slightly, like, like, cool sort of, like, manic look. And mm -hmm. she's and I just wish this movie served her better. Yeah. I don't know. Did you enjoy the viewing experience <laughs> of this scene? More than the others, yes. I just like the room a lot. Like mm -hmm. the the blue wallpaper that really does it for me. Right. Liked how tidy the the nightstand was. Yeah. yeah. These are really sensual details. <laughs> yeah, like a tidy nightstand. That does it for me, certainly. <laughs> I totally hear that. But then this is where all the glamour of the non-sex scenes just completely evaporates. Are, are you saying that you didn't find uh, Nick's tank top super glamorous? No? <laughs> like, it's like sweaty face and is like... like <laughs> Bruce Willis, yeah. $7 uh, three-pack uh, white <laughs> sleeveless undershirt. And no pants. You didn't. You, you didn't. You didn't find that like a pretty, pretty, pretty good. Wait. No? Well, no? what about you? Are you saying you didn't find her high waist, um, loose, loose thong underwear? I did <laughs> like, like a that. Very, yes. A very loose diaper. Yes, I I like a loose diaper for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is, that is a, a that is a a thong. But also lots of fabric at the same time. Yes, it's the best of both worlds. 
all I could think about was that damn negative. I really didn't want to keep it in the office if I could help it. Who was it? Um, Poe? That said the best place to hide something is in plain sight? The water cooler was perfect. It's used so seldom, I... I even considered putting goldfish in it. John Lissett goes back to his office. For some reason, he um, hi- he hides the negative inside a paper cup for his water cooler, mm-hmm. the aforementioned 80s water cooler. Mm-hmm. Uh, another phone call. Dixie Ray calls him and says to come back to her place. And she doesn't time this call very well because no. um, she, she calls at such a time that guarantees that... Mm-hmm. Nick will show up um, mm-hmm. right when she's enjoying a tender moment with her assistant, mm-hmm. Adrian. Or was this intended? Mm, I don't know. Um, yeah, they're having like a massage session. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, like, they're like doing it. Um, and certainly um, Adrian didn't expect... Uh, Nick to show up in the middle of this um, mm-hmm. because when he steps into the door, she just says, oh, shit. And I'm like, <laughs> I agree with you, Adrian. <laughs> this movie was finally getting good. Oh, shit. Don't mind her. I know. She's the jealous type. Come talk to me. Are flip-flops a thing in the 40s? Oh, <laughs> oh! I don't Cause, know. Good question. Because yeah, because the uh, Adrian is wearing flip flops, hmm. and I would love to know if flip flops existed in the forties. I would love to know know that too. I'd love to talk to like a shoe archaeologist, <laughs> and just just love to know like when is the first documented uh-huh. wearing of flip flops? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it was so jarring to me. I was like, is that bitch wearing flip flops? <laughs> yeah. I love the like, things that was that you all noticed, I could see. <laughs> I just, I can't, it didn't notice that at all. It didn't occur to me in the slightest. It's great. <laughs> I um, guess, yeah, I guess it's like, because um, if I had to be in a porn film, right? Mm-hmm, right. I had would, to be or had the privilege to be? Uh, either way. Okay. I would care a lot about what kind of shoes I would be put in. Yes. What kind of shoes I would have available for me. I love the idea that you're like talking through, you're like negotiating this and like, all right, nope, I don't want to hear talk about distribution, points, <laughs> schedule. Let's talk about shoes. Adrian kind of storms out after mm-hmm. this interruption from from Nick. And in the first time we see uh, Dixie Ray, I thought that she was sort of hinting that she would sleep with Nick after he had took, taken care of her problem. Right. But um, he has made no progress on her problem whatsoever. <laughs> and But she's like, oh, maybe we'll have sex now. Yes. Uh, here at my house after my my massage situation. Now Dream, that, dream well, you, logic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you chased off my assistant, who I was having sex with, and so I guess I should. You should probably take her place, basically. Um, but they get interrupted by uh, by Dixie Ray's daughter. Bump bump bum. Mm. Big reveal. Dixie yes. Ray's daughter 
is the lady from back at the hotel, which means that Dixie Ray's daughter is having sex with Dixie Ray's husband, who is her stepfather. Charles Barkley. Yes. Charles Barkley's stepdaughter. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. So wild. Yeah. And, of course, as soon as... um, as soon as Dixie Ray introduces her daughter as her daughter, of course, John Leslie immediately has a shit grin on his face. He just, he loves it. He loves it. Yeah. yeah. He's not embarrassed like he should be. Like, ooh, I <laughs> probably shouldn't have done that. Ooh, I should probably go to jail because you are only semi-coherent when I force myself on you. Ooh, <laughs> damn. Um... Yeah, so she leaves, and then uh, for some reason, this is another moment where like Nick is like, "Ah, I gotta get out of here and not have sex." And Dixie Ray is like, "No, let's just do sex." Um, and here we are watching Nick, Detective Nick Papadopoulos, get his dick sucked for approximately the thirtieth time of the movie. Yeah. So, do we have we come to any kind of theory as to why John Leslie became the John Leslie? Like, what does he bring? To the hmm. table. Hmm. I sort of suspect that just sort of a willingness is one of the main things you needed <laughs> at this era of adult film. You know what okay. I mean? Okay. I think yeah. that might be like fifty percent. <laughs> I don't know. What do you? What do you? What okay. are you? You ask that like you're like, was he doing in this movie? Which is fair. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of. Just very, like, lackluster. But but I can imagine as a director or as a employer, you know, I'll just take the person who's a safe bet, who will yeah, show up. Yeah, I think that's up, a lot of it, for who, sure. Yeah, like, like a 2000, 2009 Bieber over a 2018 Bieber. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that at all. I thought you were like maybe um, you're going to say like like a 2009 Camry. <laughs> you don't have to apologize to me. I don't care whose face you want to stick your squidgy into. Mine or your stepfather. I suffered, you bastard. You're crude. What is this thing they call a squidgy? I Can you don't explain this American? No, I've never heard word of that. to me. How do you spell it? Squidgy, plural squidgies. Um, you've been saying it. They, <laughs> they've been saying it in this movies. They yeah. have. I don't. Yes. I'm sorry, I missed it. If anyone can okay. explain this one to us, please uh, tweet us at Dirty VHS and let us know what a squidgy is. Sounds like a real off-market frozen drink. I played right into their hands. I was so busy looking at all the squidgies they were showing me to keep my mind off what was going on. I didn't tumble till I was up to my ears. And um, some some hired goons mm-hmm. uh, accost Nick in the uh, in the car park, and they barge their way up with him into the into the office to. Uh, get the negative from him i guess Mm -hmm. right something yep everyone's after these negatives everyone is being so negative (laughs) yeah 
And this is kind of, this happens in every noir, you know, like the goons show up and rough up the, the detective. Yeah, you know? and they're like, and they're dressed like Halloween goons, you know? Mm. Speaking of, I was just wondering what your plans were for Halloween. Oh, um, I have a cool plan for Halloween. Do you know, you want to hear it? Yeah. Okay, this is a real thing that I'm doing. Um, my band is um, playing uh, a a cover show. Uh-huh. And so we will be doing, instead of playing our songs, we will be playing all songs from the band Hole. Yes. That is so fucking cool. Uh, the idea was that we're all going to dress up as Courtney Love. <laughs> so I maybe yes. need some advice on where to get a dress in my size. I mean, anywhere. So. Yeah, you could you could pull off any dress you wanted. Um, thank you. Yeah. Monday, thank you. Thank you. That's the kind of positive reinforcement about my dress wearing abilities that I mm-hmm. really needed right now. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you? you? Any um any Halloween um, plans? Mm, no, people don't really dress up around here. I, I it's been. A long time since I did anything for Halloween. I did um, my. You made me think of my best ever uh, mm-hmm. Halloween costume mm-hmm. when you were talking about bubble wrap earlier. Because uh, um, one year, I just Go had on. a really dead day at work at um, <laughs> on the actual day of Halloween. Mm-hmm. So I just um, uh, made a liberal use of the shop's uh, packing supplies, and I built myself. Uh, pants and a coat out of bubble wrap. That's amazing. It was pretty good, yeah. That's actually amazing. That's mm, actually was, a dream yeah. of mine. It was pretty great. Unfortunately, um, this was sort of industrial <laughs> bubble wrap that you couldn't really pop, and that kind of oh, bothered no. people when they would come up and like poke at me and find it sort of unpoppable because yeah, it wasn't so traumatizing. like traumatizing. It was. I traumatized a lot of people. I saw. A guy who had done like the bad version of what I had done the good version of. Uh-huh. So he, he he just had like one piece of bubble wrap with like a head, sort of sort of sort of like um, with a, a hole cut for his head, and it was kind of like a bubble wrap poncho. <laughs> and so it must have been very Stop. traumatizing for this him. Like, this is turning me on way too much. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the worst possible thing when you're yeah. in some kind of costume situation? Yeah, when like, you just like threw something together and then you see someone who yes. did the exact, exact same thing, just yeah. better. I remember in high school, I went to an all-girls Catholic school. And oh, tell us more. So for Halloween, every grade had to come with one theme for the, all of their costumes and huh. uh, the grade that had the best uh, execution of their theme, a theme of their choice, would win some kind of prize. Our grade uh, had chosen princess as the theme. And so I just came as a satanic princess. <laughs> sure, yeah. Yeah, just like layered on all these gobs and gobs of goth makeup and uh clothes from my goth friends at the other all-girls catholic school in town (laughs) now so an idea i'm in love with Uh is sort of like because they're always like like teen movies about like like rival high schools or whatever Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i love the idea that there's like 
well, there's the good all-girls Catholic high school. Yeah. But then on the other side of the tracks yes. is the bad no. all-girls Catholic high school. It was kind of like that because ours I was... I love it. Um, so there, that all-girls school was right next to the all-boys school. Mm. And there was only one all-boys school. And so I think that made the students in my school kind of try and overcompensate. By being extra Catholic? Yes, extra Catholic, meaning also extra slutty, extra um, partying, extra hard. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The the main uh, adjectives that people will associate with Catholic, Mm -hmm. with Catholicism. Yes, Partiness. And then like uh, stirring shrooms into your uh, breakfast, yeah. Sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. that old that old Catholic tradition. Mm-hmm. Monday, I have some bad news. What? Our movie's We're only not like done. halfway into this fucking movie. That's not true. That can't be true. It is true. true. It is true. It's very true. Hey, Eddie, the Greek is leaving. Bring him his gun. Look, Nick. Let me send Sherry over to your place a little later tonight. Stay around. Honey, will you stop? Someone else you'll like. Yeah. How about the hatchet girl and the singer? No, I even have a better idea. How about Ina Ray Hutton and her all-girl band? They could never come over and stay around three. I gotta go to Chicago first. It's like, hey, Tony Lamar, quit sending your goons at me. Mm-hmm. And this is, um, I, I, I sort of disliked um, how easily Nick dealt with the situation. Hey, like, don't send goons after me anymore because yeah. we're pals. And Tony is like, you're right. <laughs> we are pals. I will not send goons after you mm-hmm. anymore. Instead, I will command sexy ladies to go have sex with you instead. Yep. And that is what he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Sherry. Who? It's Sherry. You know, from the club. Tony. I brought some more panties for you. Oh, uh, the hat check girl already had a date. She had a date. Oh, right, the hat check. Tony was serious. Yeah. Yeah, they, um, so they, yeah, they all have um, sex with each other. Oh, what, was there supposed to be some kind of job interview involved in the sex scene? A job interview? I don't know. Well, I think that I because at think some point I he yeah re- he whispers in her ear, "Can you type?" Oh right, because he's trying to replace his secretary <laughs> oh, who went off okay. to war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey baby, no, that's what that was about. Hey, yeah, yeah. Can you type? Yeah, um, I never saw a typewriter in the movie, but true. You know, I don't um, see what, that he has anything that he's yeah, typing. Yeah, although but, in, I I was fascinated by John Leslie's uh, tan line as well. Oh, uh, speak on that. It was like a. a th- a thongalicious tan line. Mm. Yeah. Oh, and so then, about 20 minutes yeah, left and in then the he's movie. like, he has to come, and the ladies are. He has yeah, to. he has to. <laughs> because we would not believe that we are watching a proper porn film. Yeah. If we until we see the moment where the male star ejaculates, and uh, the the ladies are saying, you know, ooh, is he going to come? And then they talk to him. How do you want to come? How do you want to come? How do you want to come? And he just says, 
Like I always come. Just come. <laughs> I wrote that down too. It's so <laughs> so weird. It's so weird. Like a normal yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> Just come. I mean, what like other I options come. are there? Just come. Yeah, so we still have 20 minutes left in this movie, but we're basically out of sex. The sex kind of starts late and ends early in this film to give us time for the very interesting plot. Mm-hmm. Um, Charles Barkley calls Nick. Uh, Nick accuses Charles Barkley of blackmailing Dixie. Yeah. Um, Charles Barkley is like, no, I got tons of money. I'm not blackmailing Dixie. Mm-hmm. And I left her because um, she was too horny. Mm-hmm. Um, and he asks to meet up with Nick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick, rather than go, going through the unlocked <laughs> door, the way he got into um, yeah. Charles's room previously, uh-huh. breaks in through the window yep, as into one the does. dark hotel room. Yes, mm-hmm. as one does. Went through the window this time. Somehow, I didn't think it would be a good idea to get spotted by the night clerk. It was a good thing, too. Barkley. Barkley. It's me. It's Papa Douglas. Are you asleep? twist charles barkley is dead what does that mean who knows but uh long story short tony and dixie uh were in league together to uh, murder um charles barkley and blame it on some some third patsy Mm -hmm. in this case um some detective they looked up in the yellow pages yeah and so they sort of plotted to get him kind of scared. Mm-hmm. That's why the hired goons were around to kind yes. of scare him into carrying his gun. Um, they switched guns with him um, when they um, uh, when when they were bothering him uh-huh. earlier. So they uh, murder uh, Charles Barkley with Nick's gun, mm-hmm. and all the the sex he had been having was also part of the plan. So yes. all of these. Um, all the squidgies had been planted um, to to distract him from what was really going on. I don't see how that part worked, but it's fine. <laughs> it certainly distracted the hell out of me. I oh, well, had no go. idea what was going on. <laughs> so, yeah, he's got it all figured out yeah. and pretty easily and escapes from danger quite easily. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was, like, way too easy yes. for Nick to wrap this up, you know, and just, like... Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, and that's, uh, yeah, that's the end of the movie. So for, for me, in terms of like the porn poisoning mm-hmm. uh, factor in this movie, most the the kind of like sexist things that happen in it for the most part kind of fit with the noir style 
um, I, we already talked at length in the beginning about sort of why we felt like it didn't work as well in this as it does in some, in some more traditional mm-hmm. non-porn noirs, mm-hmm. but it never, it, it never felt really out of place for the story. It just kind of made me kind of dislike, made me dislike Nick more than it made me like really hate the movie. True. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, that does make sense. Yeah. I'm so torn. Like. It had so much potential to be sexy. Mm. Um, it's, come on, you've got war. You've got... Very sexy. Yeah. You've got blackmail. <laughs> so got sexy. You've got murders. You've got murders. A private detective breaking into sleeping women's bedrooms. Yeah, so much potential, and yet somehow I don't feel it. Fair. What's wrong with me? No, nothing. I would say that um, I just I appreciate anything that's a movie that is trying to do something mm-hmm. and it is it is trying to do it. And any movie that actually like springs for different sets and yes. uh, <laughs> has springs to like pay for a handful of characters to uh, be in the movie without having sex. The I think fruits. that's always nice yeah. for, for background. Yeah. So um, very soft three is my rating. Mm. I give this one and a half. Hmm. Um, maybe it's just these past, what, how many ups have we done? 20? Yeah, maybe these 20 ups have just aged me. I'm sure they have. <laughs> I think they have. They've aged me. Yeah. I think they've aged me quite violently. So I know the younger me 20 ups ago. Would have given this hmm. a three. I know. I know she would have. But wow. here I am with a 1.5, and they should be glad to take it. Yeah, I'm sure they are. Um, I enjoy this new twist on our rating system where we're going to be <laughs> like, well, the me of today rates it an X. <laughs> the me of a year from in the past is a Y, but the me of the future <laughs> gives it a Z. This is going to be... Really complicated (laughs) time travel sort of mystery uh, magic. So great. Yeah. So I'll just thank you for listening to yet another episode of Beyond the Beaded Curtain. Uh, Check out some of our back episodes participate in our dildo contest yeah that's still going on by the way still going and heli- on like we'll, we'll find probably... a helicopter don't worry okay we'll i got connections thanks a lot for listening i've been randy chardonnay i have been monday blue thank you for listening bye, bye.